Yeah, it's kind of funny, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, what's up with you, Lexi? How's it? How's it going? How's your day going? It's been good. I haven't done much. Yeah. Day off. It's, yeah, day off. So, I've I slept in a lot. I had some wild dreams last night, and is that so? I, ke- I kept waking up, and then I wanted to keep dreaming, so I put myself back to bed. I slept ah. until like two. I don't know how I did it. I was very in control. That's a good feeling when you're having a good dream and then like you just want to re-enter it and so you just kind of go back to sleep. It was awesome. That's cool. Do you want to share what uh, some of what the dream was? Do you remember? It was like, it was weird because there were so many people in my life that were in the dream. <laughs> and I don't really remember the details, but it was weird seeing all of them together. I guess, like different groups and different types of people just interacting, which wouldn't happen in real life. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's a, yeah, yeah. That gives you like a certain like specific kind of feeling to like uh, experience that. Yeah. How was your day? Um, It's been good so far. I uh, kind of slept in too, and then I just went and saw a play with a friend of mine, and it was a... an interesting experience is like uh i've never uh i don't think i've ever seen any i think that was like sort of a like a formal like broadway you know like a kind of show and i've never done that here in new york so it was a kind of a new thing it was weird because like uh i didn't think it would be like this but in hindsight i understand it was like a 2 p.m show and so it was like me and my friend and then like all like like old people like doing uh afternoon special type thing that's nice it was nice but it was also like a little strange for that to be the audience like uh Mm -hmm. it's uh hmm. yeah i don't know for like for theater stuff it's uh i like it i think maybe people do in general like naturally like it better when it's sort of an audience of your peers rather than uh or at least like or at least an audience where you're not obviously like out of the uh the norm it makes it sort of a different mm-hmm. experience um yeah yeah there was like definitely a uh very specific uh age demographic that was like 90 percent of the attendees um and so it was weird like uh you know they'd be laughing at like different parts of the play that like weren't funny and like laughing too much at stuff that was like lame and so that made it kind of odd the play itself was like still pretty good um yeah what did you see um it was this it was called a cost of living and uh i kind of wanted to see it because it was about uh caregiving and like i do that for a living but it turned out Mm -hmm. to not be like caregiving for the kind of thing i do it was like sort of a disabled people or like uh i don't know it's something a little different than i thought it would be um but it was good it was uh yeah uh hmm. yeah so then uh we walked from there and we walked through times square which was horrible i forgot how uh congested and loud and like weird it is just like walking down the sidewalk in times square so that was its own kind of experience yeah um yeah i was talking about uh have you heard that they might uh, put a casino in times square Oh my god, really? Yeah, I think that would be really fun. They're like, uh, you know, there's all these new, like, gambling laws that have come into effect, like, this year. And uh, some of it has spawned a bunch of new sports betting. But also, that is, like, in the cards now that they could put a casino there or somewhere else in the city. I love gambling. (laughs) I do sometimes. I used to be, like, into sports betting like with a friend but i didn't even use like real money which is like really dorky but it was uh but even then i like recognized that it was uh 
bad for me sort of it was mm -hmm. uh it has a really like corrupting kind of like influence and you get like me personally anyway i get like i have i have like an addictive kind of thing and i think uh it like feeds that like sports betting gambling like at an actual casino can be really fun though if you go with like the right people or like yeah usually i go with my mom and dad Whoa. to a casino in connecticut they'll take me and like they've been taking me for a while so they would just sneak me in at first but <laughs> they would give me money to play on the slot machines and it's nice <laughs> not spending your own money and then making money off of it yeah yeah <laughs> getting uh, getting free money to gamble is like a that's a pretty cool thing damn that's like, fun that you're <laughs> they just brought you to the slots like they, they go quite a lot ah okay we have um we have life 360 for our family so sometimes i'll see like oh i wonder if they're home i don't want to talk to anyone right now and they'll be at the casino on like a tuesday night whoa <laughs> i think it's great for them <laughs> that's a uh, that's yeah it's like kind of kind of heartwarming a uh, a couple that gambles together wow you uh <laughs> that's uh i always think of like that's sort of a thing like in Vegas where it's like a lot of uh, older people will like get really into slots and then like make friends like around the slots. And it never mm -hmm. occurred to me. I guess I just have the uh the sort of like stereotype of like the the lonely uh like alcoholic at the uh slots, you know, just like alone by themselves. Um but uh I guess there's probably like a whole little like culture around it. It's fun. I like it. That would be cool if there was a casino in Times Square. That makes me want to move to New York more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh I think it would be it would be fun the uh kind of impact that it has on like Times Square outside in general. There would uh there'd be a different kind of a uh, a different kind of energy, a different thing going on than you know all the like dumb acts and stuff like that and I don't know. It's just kind of like it would make it more interesting to be there be a reason to actually go down there i don't even remember what times square looks like i didn't uh, go go get over there during my trip <laughs> yeah yeah no reason to really it's uh mm. what uh yeah maybe we should uh talk about uh talk about the gallo thing huh do you think we'll get sued for it um let me pull up the nda i did take <laughs> photos Oh, uh, yeah. So, I, when I posted it online, I have, like, a, I think someone, someone in law school was telling me that the NDA seems very trash, like, he just hired a shitty lawyer to write something up, but mm. yeah, it's that makes basically sense, no electronic recording, um, yeah, just no recording or, um... Yeah, my impression of what I read of it was that's all it's really about. It's about, you know, he just didn't want video or audio recording. Which made it... <laughs> You'll be obligated to pay Vincent Gallo the sum of $150,000 for each breach of this confidentiality agreement. Wow. Better have... Uh, uh, that uh, that guy who uh, sprinted away better have deep pockets then, I guess. So he's going to come after him. Yeah um that was that was crazy it was it was so it was such a scene that he made somehow i uh well i mean you were over there do you can you say like what what actually happened i was like i saw the guy like run away but i don't know what happened it's just like a weird well so after i feel like i kind of flocked right over to him because i i'm so mm. in love with him That's in my right. head naturally um but so when I went over there, he first waved to me, and I was like, oh my god, he knows who I am. Mm. I was wondering if he would recognize who I was, because I've been sending him some emails and messages for a while. Right. Um, and he waved to me. And then as I got closer, there was like that big mob of people, and then as people would leave, I got closer. And then mm. he stopped and said... Hey, buddy, you came a long way, and I freaked out internally. So a couple people next to me were like, oh, how do you know him? How are you friends with him? And I was like, mm. I'm not. I've shown him my boobs, but we're not friends. Um, <laughs> Something like that. 
I was just kind of chatting with this girl next to me, and this guy starts saying, no, dude, I'm not recording. And him and Gallo are having an argument because he had wires in his pockets, and he had a second phone, and he Mm. wouldn't open up the phone. I guess he was asking him questions, and Gallo was like, I'm pretty sure you're recording me right now. Like, you sound like you're interviewing me. And the guy got very defensive. And Mm. then the second phone came out and the wires in his pockets. And he said, yeah, well, I'm an interviewer. I was hoping to just talk to you after the show. I didn't record anything inside. Mm. And he was like, okay, then just show me you didn't record. Open up your phone. Like, unlock the phone and show me that you're not recording. And he he was refusing to do that. So, yeah. Some of the MPCC, is that what it's called? Yeah. They, some of the employees came over and <laughs> they ended up taking his phone from him and they Whoa. were yelling back and forth. I think he s- took his phone back and that's when he ran. Wow. And then the security guards were then like, okay, you got to get out. And that's where, that's when I hugged him. And it was... <laughs> <laughs> it's a silly scene it was it was funny to to watch like that mob of people like descend on him or like uh i don't know it was it was strange it was a very uh yeah um i I wasn't expecting him to be there um oh you mean like outside afterward yeah yeah i uh yeah, I wonder I wonder what that guy was like wanting to ask him and why he needed to do it. Why he needed to record anyway. Like uh I don't know. There must be something where it's, you know, worth more to have like an audio or video recording for an interview like that than there is to just, you know, write something about it. Kinda makes sense. After I left and I got back to my friend's apartment. I stayed up and I just wrote everything down that I remembered. <laughs> not to, not to, of course, like share it. I want to honor the secrecy and the yeah. privacy, I guess, but just for my own self, because I thought, I thought it was great. I thought it was, I had a lot of fun. I did too. I did too. It was good. I really did not expect, um, you know, in the in the time since, it, I've, like, reflected and thought of it as, like, a little bit of a hostage situation feeling when the Q&A was just going on and on and on. Like, it was still, I really enjoyed listening to him talk, but I just have never heard a Q&A. I mean, the Q&A was longer than the film screening, which is uh, remarkable. And, uh, but it still felt just, like, strange. I've, uh, I've never been to... A Q&A that went that long. It was basically him just sort of... He had a lot to get off his chest or something, it felt like. It, he had. He just had a lot of stuff he wanted to say that he was afraid of getting taken out of context, but he had all, like... It sounds like he had been waiting to say a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I I mean, we got there at, what, like, 6, 6.30? Mm. And I got my phone back at 1 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So we were we were stuck in there for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were. It was uh that, that I think that contributed to like the the feeling of it being like we were all like sort of in jail, you know. Nobody had their phones. We're like people like sitting on the stairs and on the floor and stuff waiting to get inside. It's like yeah, it's kind of like a weird feeling. But uh but yeah, it was still good. I'd never seen that stuff uh you know, they stu- the stuff they screened uh, before Buffalo 66, whatever it was for, it seemed like it was like a car commercial thing. And then the, uh, then the like rotating, uh, you know, that was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was interesting. Never seen those before. I have a pirated copy of the like, music video. Um, hmm. But I, I don't even know how I got it, but I, he talked about it on, the Howard Stern show and about how he met music. Paris Hilton mm. about this music and video or what he said. Yeah. He said it was the best footage of a woman he's ever filmed. I think he mm. talked about that as well. Like that. It was still true, but he yeah. talked about how he fucked Paris Hilton on Howard Stern. He talked about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's uh not surprising. Uh, I was interested in when he talked about that. 
how the, there was like a detail where well he said he had he had done that with a bunch of like different dancers uh and he'd bring them back to like the like motel room or whatever and put them on the the spinny thing but that she was the only one who like got really into it and he said she was like eating cereal or something during it which uh was endearing of Paris to me and was uh yeah interesting to hear that like you know she was like one of the only ones that like really made it good and like leaned into what he was trying to do mm-hmm. yeah. that's very interesting i like i liked listening to him talk he was so into what he was doing mm, yeah and yeah, he- just seeing him in person was so strange for me when he came out and sat on that throne. My mind was like, I can't believe this is actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. That, that added to it also to the sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say surreal, but that it was in a, uh, you know, like a synagogue and that chair was definitely like a, you know, it was, a uh, probably like used in like the service. It looked like it was a religious kind of thing. Um, and yeah, so that, that, that did definitely add to it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree that he was like, yeah, he was really passionate. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he just, uh, he, he spoke really, uh, I don't know, strongly about, you know, what he likes about the work he's done and especially the stuff that, uh, he hasn't released yet or like, isn't out there really yet. There's a lot of uh, interesting details, interesting stuff that you shared. Yeah, it was. I thought it was great. Did you have yeah. a good time? I did. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a, a very unique experience, that's for sure. It was a, I've never been to something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. for I guess for context, they took we had to sign NDAs and then oh, yeah, yeah. get a pat down. Yeah, and then they took our phones. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was a uh, man. I don't think I've ever had that happen, like at all. I, I can't remember having someone. Yeah, everybody's phones were gone for a very long time. Over six hours. Yeah, yeah. There were also. I felt like they maybe oversold tickets for the event. I didn't expect mm. that many people to be there. Yeah. And I didn't expect that demographic, I guess. I mean, hmm. I don't... I mean, I'm obviously not from New York City. I don't really know what the the scene is like, but I never had the impression that so many younger people were into him. I thought I was special. Mm-hmm. Ah. And just like... <laughs> okay, you thought it was going to be more like a general age range or something like that? I thought it was going to be more like film bros and less Mm. like i guess i guess i think maybe the all ages thing or maybe that group brings in a younger crowd i'm not really sure but i think uh, i I think it's both of those things it's uh, Mm -hmm. definitely partly because of uh npcc and uh yeah yeah just uh mm, yeah i think uh like gallo's work sort of speaks to younger people too uh might be part of it and eh, i don't know i'm kind of reaching for that actually i think it's probably more the mpcc um but yeah yeah i know what you mean about that that like uh yeah you didn't expect exactly the uh the crowd that showed up yeah i didn't really know exactly what to expect but it seemed mm. like there were a lot more people than i was assuming because i had I had a friend who was interested in going and then he went to buy tickets and they were completely sold out. Mm. So I was like, oh, wow, it must be a small event. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I had mm. fun. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, I liked um, I liked his 3 a.m. message to me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> felt so depraved <laughs> he uh yep he's uh you know he's he's interested and uh you know he's a man that's uh that's gonna happen um yeah i think you should just uh you got to keep him on the line as long as you can you got to uh keep it keep it alive and then uh 
maybe he'll uh, want to like work with you and do something with you. Just keep sending messages back and forth. I think I will. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Oh yeah, you were uh, you dressed up as a uh, Patrick Bateman for Halloween, right? Yeah, I did. How was that? Well, I how had was to the Halloween party and how to go. Man? Well, I I didn't do anything for Halloween. I had to work all weekend. Yeah. So, the one of my jobs is in a haunted place. So they mm-hmm. kind of lent it. They were really leaning into the Halloween thing and the haunting. They had a Halloween party on Sunday, but Saturday night I dressed up as Patrick Bateman to serve tables, and it's like a fine dining esque restaurant. It's hmm. very nice. The clientele is a lot of older people, so nobody knew who I was. Ah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's strange. So like, you were having to maybe like explain yourself on. The- or something or they'd be like what's going on here i would go up to the table and introduce myself and say my name is patrick bateman and they were just Uh, like what uh, and i was like yeah "Um, that seems actually not the way to do it (laughs) i was like uh my name's actually alexa i'm just dressed up for halloween because Uh, we're all dressed up for halloween uh, (laughs) um (laughs) and i would explain to them mm -hmm. american psycho (laughs) and they were like oh okay Cool. Mm. Can I get a martini? <laughs> right. Oh man. I thought I looked cool though. Yeah. Yeah. What did you good. do for I'm Halloween? Um, nothing. I worked all weekend, and then on Halloween night, I just stayed around here and didn't do anything. No parties. Mm-hmm. No nothing. Um. Yeah, I always think about that thing. Also, excuse me. <laughs> I think about that thing where. Uh, when you dress up as something like sort of obscure and then you're at a place where you have to like explain it or like, uh, you know, you thought more people would like get it than did. And especially in the context of, you know, you're at your job and you're <laughs> serving people and they're like, what's going on here? That sounds like, uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, and Sunday I was, I was an ex-girlfriend. Like a crazy uh, ex-girlfriend. Mm. And I was like, I don't know how to describe this to anyone. I'm just going to not say anything. Just pretend wow. I'm covered in blood. Wow. Okay. Interesting. That's uh, I feel <laughs> like uh, that probably uh, worked for you somehow. Doing the crazy ex-girlfriend thing. That's, uh, you just kept the blood on but didn't do the, uh, you know, didn't wear the rest of the, the outfit. Well, I was just wearing like a white shirt and black pants and I just covered myself in like blood. And uh-huh. on on the night we the fire department had to come to the restaurant, so there was a cop car outside and I took pictures in front of the cop car like, "Oh no, I got arrested because I killed my boyfriend," like for the character, you know. Uh-huh. Um and that's when I was okay. like, "Oh, that would be that would be cool. That's a great idea for my costume because i didn't really have it's just covered like a shirt covered in blood right. like blood on my face fake blood yeah um hmm. i don't um, know so other tie-in to american psycho is uh your friend sam hyde tried <laughs> to uh, get in contact with uh brett easton ellis to uh i think like promote his book jaihu and uh Brett sent back a a very strongly worded like email to him about how he doesn't see how anyone would ever read it and uh had some to me it seems like some unkind words for Sam in his uh earnest request to get his book out there. That was interesting to me. I never knew this. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I uh I wonder maybe you know, I think Part of the problem with all that is like when you're trying to like solicit someone or like trying to get someone to do a favor for you that like you don't know, you risk that. You risk uh, them coming back at you with like, you know, you wasted my time and your thing sucks or whatever. It sounds like that's what happened to him. Yeah. 
I admittedly I don't know much about Sam Hyde. Mm. I don't know too much about him. <laughs> you don't know too much about him, but uh, <laughs> but you're but you went and had ice cream with him. That's how much you know. You yeah. Know, well, you know him better than most people in the sense that uh, you know him in person. So that's a, a very different way of knowing someone than knowing about someone, right? I yeah I do I can't believe I I met him. Mm-hmm. It just came so naturally, and <laughs> I don't know. I sometimes I wonder did I did I mess up? Did my morals get in the way of something that could have been great? Um, mm, from the details you gave me, it sounds like uh, you probably made uh, the right decision on all that. That's uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's uh, I I can also understand uh, having doubt afterward. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's a dangerous road to go down when uh, people start offering you money to do different things. That uh, that's difficult. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was weird how it kind of went down. Mm-hmm. I guess. Because do you want to like I recount was... the story here? Yeah, why don't you just like say what happened? What's the what's okay. the story? All right, so I was in, I was still in California when this. I originally messaged him, but mm-hmm. I knew I was moving back to Rhode Island, and someone I was talking to someone on Discord, and they were like, "Oh, Sam Hyde is in Rhode Island." Mm. I was like. Hmm, I'm just going to message him and see what happens. So I sent him a message and it took him like a month-ish to respond back to me. Mm. And he started DMing me a lot and asked me to come like come come to the office, come see me, come to my house. Mm. Let's hang out, stuff like that. Um and he was at first kind of saying like Let's make out. Let's hook up. And I was like, "Sorry, I love God, and hmm. that's too much for me." So um, and is, he was this like, "This is when you were just first like a, you know talking back and forth and messaging." Yeah. Um, and he would just ask me every day, like, "Come hang out with me." <laughs> blah blah blah. Um, and he eventually got me. He gave me his phone number. And we started texting, and it was on it was July third, and he was mm, wow, asking me to come. <laughs> oh, you're saying because it was a fourth. Well, of I July. know because yeah. <laughs> the next the next day was the fourth of July, and I had to work all day, and I was like, no, I can't come see you mm-hmm. tonight. I have to work tomorrow, and he was. That's when he started to like try to i guess sex with me Mm. and he was asking me like (laughs) just like what what i'm into and i was like i don't Uh. know (laughs) um and he was like would you find it wait i'm trying to i don't want to take it yeah um are you so he was like are you saving sex for marriage are you a virgin Mm. i need book Uh, Mm. does the idea of getting paid for sex turn you on or repulse you (laughs) that's when it was like oh and i was just bored and texting back and he said he would want to he would want to pay so it felt wrong and then he started offering me money and asked Mm. me how much i would do it for and i just said ten thousand dollars because i didn't know what to really say and he said he would pay me a thousand, and then said he would pay me fifteen hundred, then two thousand, and then twenty five. To a negotiation there, that was. Uh, he was trying to negotiate. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five hundred, come over. Yeah, that's. He said twenty five hundred. Yeah, come fuck war, and I was like, this mm. is, this is kind of weird um yeah you'd uh sounds like you got a little in over your head with that but and, uh, yeah 
Yeah, and then he was actually for some reason his some of his messages were very sweet and mm-hmm. endearing. And I'd just gone through a breakup and it was kind of just funny that it was Sam Hyde hitting on me. Mm. And I went to go meet him and we got ice cream, but he didn't get me ice cream. I just watched him have ice cream. And <laughs> he asked me if I wanted to take a ride with him. And oh, I yeah. said, yeah, sure. So I got into his Ford truck and it was very yeah. tall. He's very, he's huge. He, he was maybe yeah. triple my size. Yeah. That um, was getting dark. You got into a car with this man and then uh, started driving into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like he had a lot of salt packets in his car too that's one detail I remember I was so huh. confused um but he took me into the woods and we went for a walk and he was like can we have sex in the woods and I was like no um no and he just took care of himself in the woods and I made me watch him and then he drove me back to my car and later he sent me five hundred dollars wow that's uh so yeah yeah uh that was an (laughs) agreement though right or or was that no that happened afterward he just kind of (laughs) that sounds like a like a crime to me actually (laughs) i'm pretty sure uh yeah that's uh i'm pretty sure you can't do that or like you know if you didn't have even if you did have an agreement that's actually you know you you know prostitution is illegal or whatever like but uh it sounds like almost even worse that you actually didn't have an agreement about that and then like he just started doing that and then later on sent you some money for it wow that's like a did he did he like at did he get your consent for it or like what was it he just started jacking off yeah he just kind of started and i was like i just didn't really know what to say or do i was just so confused (laughs) whoa i've like never (laughs) i feel like that's definitely like a sex crime actually i feel like you, you do that in central park and a cop's there you'll get thrown in jail for it um, but yeah, after he like dropped me back in my car, asked me if I wanted to get five guys with him. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna, no, um, yeah, I'm gonna like, go home. This is the end. Um, and then he started to ask me like a few hours later, what do you think about us? Uh, like he wanted me to be his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, then sent me money and was kept, just was like asking me if I wanted to be his girlfriend. And mm. I told him that I spent all of his money to see if I could get more of it. But actually, I, was, I um, ended up using that money to take someone out on a date. Ah. And I, but I did also spend a lot of it um, just because it was, I felt really wrong having it. Yeah, this is like, I mean, I don't, I think I'm stating the obvious here, but I think anyone hearing this is going to agree that this is a disturbing story. <laughs> this is a, a lot of strange, a lot of strange things going on here. And yeah, you're saying that like, you felt like you had dirty money. And so you wanted to uh, just get rid of it as soon as you could. So you, you had yeah. To, so you, yeah, it's, it's interesting because it sounds like you tried to like, you know, spin it into something good, you know? Like, uh, you got paid for something, and so you were going to pay somebody else else for, like, a similar thing? You know what I mean? Yeah, I felt, it was just weird. Um, and then eventually he was, like, he just kept asking me to meet up with him to have sex, and I just kept saying no. And he, I sent him yeah. one last message, and it was... A tweet that was like, she's a 10, but she knows who Sam Hyde is. And I sent it to him. So I was like, mm. oh, yeah, I actually do know who you are. We hang- we've hung out. <laughs> and he blocked my phone number, I think. I can see how that wouldn't make sense to him for you to be sending that, except for understanding that that's where it's coming from for you. And I, uh, 
I got to imagine that, uh, yeah, you know, I wonder how things would have uh, escalated if uh, you, you know, continued to uh, hang out and uh, didn't, uh, you know, but we're still kind of like withholding from him. I think, uh, I think jacking off in the woods would have uh, turned into something else depending on the, depending on the context and the scenario. Or maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he's a guy that uh, ended up feeling shame about that. Or maybe he gets off on the shame. Or maybe that's part of what he does all the time and that's normal to him. I don't know. That's uh, that's interesting. I read read his LOL cow. Actually, (sighs) I was going to hang out with him one... Like, I made a plan with him to hang out with him. Mm-hmm. after and then i someone sent me his loco and i spent so much time just in a deep dive of reading about him and it seems like this is a pattern where he enjoys like pay specifically like RISD girls which is where i was like was going at the time isn't that where he went to school at one point yeah so yeah. it seems like he targets a specific type of person and tries to yeah. pay them the uh, art school girls more likely to do stuff like that, I'd say. Yeah, the art hoes. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, um. Yeah, it's an interesting uh thing he's got going on there. I guess it's a. Uh, you know, if it's working for him, good for him. Agreed. You know, it's uh. Yeah, whatever gets your jollies off. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah. Even though that's it just uh, felt... <laughs> whether it's a, in the eyes of the law or not, let's uh, it happened. So uh, if you're not pressing charges, then uh, everything's all right. I'd say. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm fine with it. It's like a funny story. It's for me. Yeah, yeah. But I God's watching. So that's true too. Maybe that's a uh, part of what made you. Uh, feel like you had to get rid of the money because you felt like yeah, uh, yeah something something wrong had happened you weren't sure who was to blame or how much you were to blame but you knew something went wrong and the money was dirty and you had to get rid of it yeah yeah have you ever had a situation like that <laughs> yeah funny you say that that actually happened with me and sam too and i you know i've never been able to <laughs> i've never been able to talk to you about it until now <laughs> um gosh no <laughs> that uh and and from the other way around that uh definitely not how i do things um you know i guess i will say like toward that you know, I've had I've had times where like I'm using like dating apps and I will just like if I'm drunk I'll just like say whatever to somebody and then you know that you know will get me I got banned from Tinder uh for something, I don't know. And I do that sometimes and like feel bad about it. It's hard to know like what's like proper or like what's the right like everyone has a different uh you know, things that, that some people like and that work on some people when you talk to them about it are, like, total violations to other people. So it's, like, a weird thing. But, uh, yeah. You're also banned from Tinder. That. How did you get banned from Tinder? That's, like, rare for a, a girl to... That's, that's, you know, why? Why do you think? I don't know. I'm... I... I've had two Tinder accounts because I've been banned twice. So the first time I used it what? in high school because I wanted oh, to like, oh. yeah, I was just underage yeah. and I was trying to like just find people to buy me like alcohol and stuff. <laughs> um, and I think that was literally like my bio. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm 15. I just want someone right. to buy me alcohol for my friends. Oh my god. And I actually <laughs> I also needed someone to buy me jewel pods. So wow. I did actually have <laughs> almost like a sugar daddy for a year. And there's it was this guy that I had known in my town and mm. I would have to text him like this is so disgusting. But just meet me wherever I was and bring them to me. And I never had to pay. Wow, that's uh, 
I guess that's a that's a nice arrangement. Uh, it was yeah. I wonder what he got out of that. Was it just from like getting that kind of attention from a young person? I wonder, or if it was like I don't know. What was your read of him? I th- I mean, I would only I never would hang out with him or spend yeah. time. It was just like an exchange of. Thank you. Bye. See you in a few days when I need them again. Okay. Very a transactional relationship, and you didn't give much thought to him otherwise, you're saying? Yeah, so. Yeah. You needed something, you got it from him, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it was It's just interesting. I yeah. don't know why. Like, it does feel wrong, though. Like, I don't like thinking about that stuff, because... I just don't in the moment it doesn't feel weird. And then looking back, I'm like, that was so odd. Yeah. I think it's probably good to uh, listen to your conscience on that. That sounds like, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, I know what you mean where it's like you do something like that and it sort of takes the normal uh, human relationship and interaction out of it and it becomes more about the thing and so that's uh maybe it's a kind of idolatry you might say or it's uh you know you have an interaction with someone or a relationship that's based on something that's outside of you and them and so that kind of necessarily uh like clouds anything else that there could be or there is um yeah and starts to feel weird like that i guess that's mm-hmm. also sort of what work is in general you can look at it that way but on a much like bigger scale you have to do something you know it's like have to get money but for those yeah. kind of things it's a lot more specific and sharp i'm wondering what you did you did to get banned from tinder I don't know. I, uh, uh, what I remember is the last time I was on there, uh, I was sending, I was sending just like messages of the, of the gray square emoji to people. And it was maybe cause I was like spamming that with all my matches. And so I just, it might've been a spam thing. I was just like trying, like, I would just like try weird different things and like see what would come of it. It's sort of like a playground sometimes. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. It's like it's antisocial behavior, but it's a, uh, it's what I would do, and it's you know, um, that's the last thing I remember. So it's probably a spam thing, honestly. That, but I don't know. They don't tell you, you know. So who knows what happened? Yeah. Are you on other dating apps? Um, not right now. I, uh, I don't like using them. I just rather like meet people like the normal way. Uh, so. I like to just I like to go out to bars around here, meet people that way, and you know it's just it's just better that way. It's less. Uh, I like when you like know someone and you don't have to do the whole like back and forth with uh, you know you don't have to like fool around with like social media stuff and like you don't have to you like you met them in person, you know them there first, and that's like the foundation. I like that better. So it goes back and forth though. You know, I've had like periods of doing this and periods of doing that. So you never know. Oh yeah. I don't, I've used hinge, but it's more just like something to do on my phone sometimes to go through the people, but it feels very depraved. Yeah. See that, that part of it is weird to me that like knowing that, you know, I have used it like that and that other people do too. That makes, I think, I think that is like part of what makes people do like weird things on those, you know, it makes, I don't know when you're using it out of a sense of just, uh, like, a entertainment or as, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, in that specific way, then it's, yeah, kind of a can be a gross experience, or yeah. And it's 
you can't really judge a person based on their profile or like their, what the fuck what was that my amazon alexa oh i use it as a speaker ah. but playing your personalized station what soundtrack. no off <laughs> alexa off <laughs> what wow. the fuck sorry about that that's uh that's ghostly i wonder if alexa knows that halloween was two days ago there's still some some spirits lingering weird um yeah. <laughs> uh oh what did i just do oh my god i'm clicking things i don't i'm so, she fuck she made me nervous you're good you're good okay <laughs> what else uh, what else did uh did we have anything else that we wanted to talk about? Um, so I asked actually in RSO, I'm going to mm. do an episode with Wambo. Does anyone have questions? Oh, whoa. Uh, did you get any questions? I didn't look. Uh, um, but all I think where oh, they talk so much. Oh yeah. Are you banned from it right now? Uh let me try to look. Um yeah, I'm only in the yeah. Um yeah, that's interesting though. See if there's any questions in there. Um Oh, okay. Ask him about his job. Also, why is he so annoying sometimes? Hmm. That's not a very good question. That's um, mean. And it's not okay. So the job thing is not specific, but uh, I'm an in-home caregiver, and uh, I mean, I wonder what they want to know specifically about my job. Uh, what can I say? I've got, uh, you know, I've got two older people that, uh, you know, I work with right now, and it's uh, it's basically about keeping people comfortable. Most of my cases have been so far. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I need a more specific uh, question than that. How did you come about that job? I found it on Art's website, on the NIFA Arts Foundation website. Um, I used to do art handling, and I like would find like one-off jobs through there in art handling. And so it just sort of became like a job board that I'd look at sometimes. And yeah, they, they look, you know, they look for people on there so they can match people with, uh, you know, like different interests. And so I end up, they have a lot of, you know, my agency has a lot of people and a lot of them with interest in art. And mm -hmm. so I think that's part of it. They like match them up with, uh, somebody like me that's awesome yeah yeah it's been a good job i like it i've had much worse jobs. do you do you see yourself doing this for a long time uh i don't know <laughs> i like it right now and uh you know i'm not actively looking for any other job so i'm locked in now but you know i don't have any like plan or idea mm -hmm. of what what else might happen or could what did you study? Did you study anything? And did you go to school? I don't know mm -hmm. this. Uh, I yeah, my undergrad was in uh, linguistics, and I went to grad school uh, uh, for an MFA in poetry. Yeah, you have a great Substack. Thank you, thank you. That's nice. Uh, I think you're the only person I subscribe to, actually. <laughs> Is that so? There's a lot of good stuff yeah. on there. You should, uh, you should. Uh, click around a little bit and try to uh find some uh find some good sub stacks they're out there yeah um i, I yeah, like it. it's great yeah um yeah you recently have uh started writing right it's uh or i saw that uh yeah you have some posts up there writing about uh your last relationship and uh anything else what do you have anything that uh, you're trying to do right now i'm i it feels so kind. It feels weird to be very fixated on 
the relationship and yeah but that's the only thing i feel like i can write about and it's mm. hard for me to i keep i've i have a lot of things that i've started writing about and i feel like it's this one i have to keep going back to it because i want to get it off my chest and clear it from my mind and it it's very therapeutic to talk about it and i guess write about it because it was it was kind of whack it was crazy time in my life and it was a really yeah. bad person and i think it's definitely following like that is a that is like a good impulse to be following that uh especially if you're getting something out of it like that um that uh that's the right path to follow yeah i went like it's very much tainted my life and it was the ending kind of was a catalyst for so much because i lost where i lived i lost i had to come back home and live with my yeah. parents like had i had someone i loved so much yeah i loved someone so much and then the next day i'm just never speaking to them again um so it's yeah. been nice to like talk write about my feelings and emotions and i sometimes i feel crazy for like being stuck with it but yeah i don't know i also just think it's it's what i need to do right now yeah that's it's good. what i know <laughs> that's the uh, i don't know you know the way the way you just talked about it and from just this there's a have you ever heard there's a there's a good song i'm gonna send you called wrecking ball by gillian welch um but uh i don't, I don't need to say anymore but i'm gonna send you that and everyone listening okay. should go listen to that song too <laughs> sometimes i yeah well um yeah yeah that's uh that's good it sounds like you've uh you have a uh, you know good understanding of it all and uh yeah, moving forward in a specific have, way. Have you had any big relationships? Like, has that been a part of your life? Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my uh, my biggest uh, relationship recently is uh, with my big bedroom window that looks out onto the street, which I'm looking out of now. I have my desk right by the window and uh I have a really nice view and it makes me want to uh go out and uh go to bars and go to different places and meet people and uh so that's what that is right now That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I you were very um I was very nervous to meet you. I was mm. nervous to just meet any like I'm I think it's nerve-wracking to meet anyone from online. Yeah. Especially because I was just, like, coming from a far... Not very far, but it was a journey. And you were very comforting to be around and really easy to talk to. And I'm glad to hear that. That's good. Yeah. Do you think you... I think I asked you this, but... Do you think your online persona is different from who you are in real life? Um, yeah, I think I, I let myself just like say whatever, um, you know, behind a computer, it's like, it's fun. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, naturally it's different in person, especially in person, but also, you know, talking just like verbally to people. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I definitely have some crazy in me. One of my one of my good old friends I was just thinking earlier today used to call me crazy Tony. <laughs> Which uh there's an aspect of that that comes out sometimes. Um but uh Yeah, yeah, it is different. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you're crazy? No. <laughs> no, I think I'm pretty like well <laughs> in control of myself. And I think I just like let myself uh you know loose a little bit sometimes and it's probably okay yeah i think you need to yeah hmm. um Any i was questions? taking 
I was taking these um, mental health quizzes last night, (laughs) and I was trying to, I was trying to record an episode (laughs) for the podcast of just like taking these and seeing what I have because I got this weird message that was like, "Are you like you are such a BPD girl?" And I was like, "I don't have." I don't have that, but mm-hmm. I took the test and it said I have severe borderline personality disorder traits. But Ugh. I don't. I obviously that's just a quiz online. Like it can't be real. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, it's just a question. But I was. I took like a psych psychopathy test, and and yeah. then I took um <laughs> schizophrenia quiz. Like I was just taking all of them. It was very fun. Yeah. Yeah. I used to like doing that when I was when I was younger. Those like all doing all the different kinds of personality tests can be fun. And it's there's also a weird, weird thing about those tests that uh, you know you learn how to take them, and you can actually kind of you know how you're gonna like influence your results based on how you're answering. And uh, for me at least, there's a thing. I feel like I can take one of those and like get all zeros if I want, and like make it look like there's like. You know, I don't know. You, you can you learn how to how to take those tests to lean into like the result that you getting the result you actually like might want. Something mm-hmm. interesting there. Huh. Yeah. That is that's, interesting. That's my experience anyway. Um Oh, have you how long have you lived in New York? Um like four or five years now. Yeah, I was uh in uh, Brooklyn before this, I lived in Crown Heights for a couple years, Ridgewood, um, and now here. Was here four or five years, or just what's that? Have you lived where you currently live for four or five years, or you've just been oh. in? No, New- total four or five. Th- this place okay. I, I've been uh, in like Chinatown here since just like January of this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Is that where um, Dime Square is? Um, yeah, yeah. This is a. Uh, I guess I consider like the area around Seward Park that, or like you know the restaurant Dimes. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's right down the street. So yeah. I I want to come find an apartment. I think I'm gonna do it. You should. It's doable. Like I was telling you, you can find a uh, like a service job pretty pretty easily. I'm sure. Um, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking of just working um, one last summer here because I know how much money I make in the summers doing what I do. Yeah. And then I could just not have to work for a little bit when I get there or I can just keep working and, but not as much. Yeah. All the savings to go off of. I don't know. Yeah. I want to spend more time. I had so much, like, just being there, I felt so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being on your trip. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's good. Well, I hope you do. Yeah. Do you enjoy being in New York? Yeah. It's great. I, uh, I'm glad I moved here. This is uh this has been really nice to be in Manhattan. I'm, like way closer to work, like all my clients and like the whole client base and uh I just like love the area around here. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. What uh do we have anything else here? I feel like we should like wrap it up sort of. Yeah, um I'm good. Uh all right. Um well, this is uh this has been fun. Uh good talking to you here. Um good chat. Yeah, yeah, good chat. Um all right, all right. I'll uh stop uh stop Craig and send you this here. All right. All right, see ya. Bye-bye. Bye bye. I wish I was special. You're so fucking special. But I'm a creep